All right. So now we'll move on to the Deshaun Watson segment of the podcast, and I'm here with Jake for this segment. So, Jake, I'll let you lead off, man. We've heard all the rumors. Deshaun Watson to the Niners. We saw him in a Niners jersey. I think it was it a Montana jersey that he had on? Yeah, Joe Montana. Yeah, so we saw him repping the Montana jersey. Obviously, he has not talked to the Texans, their organization. He's not returning their calls. I saw a quote today from the Texans owner that was like, yeah, I'm waiting for him to get back to me. Um, all right, man, cool. I'll, I'll start by saying I think the only way that he gets traded at, at all, any chance whatsoever, is if he refuses to play. Um, but, but go ahead, tell me, what you, tell me what you think about all these rumors. Yeah, well, <clears throat> right now they are, of course, just rumors. Um, but I do believe where there's smoke, there's fire. That's traditionally the way it is in the NFL. I mean, you look at – guys like Jamal Adams and Antonio Brown, like, you know, you start the off season every year with like one player where you're like, that guy will never get traded. Like they just will not trade that guy because there's just no team that will pay the Pied Piper for a guy like that. And every year it happens because if a player wants to, they can force their way out, you know, however they want. And it seems like Deshaun Watson wants to do that. Uh, to do that, excuse me. And um, Tyron Matthew, former teammate of Deshaun Watson, comes out. He says, hey, you know, if I'm the Saints, um, the Niners, or like some other team, I forget what the other team was involved. The important thing is he says, you know, the Niners, um, I'm ecstatic about the Watson news because, you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, that that doesn't just happen, right? He knows Deshaun Watson. And I think Deshaun Watson's a smart enough kid to know, hey, you know, San Francisco, if I come here and I play in San Francisco, Shannon Sharp said it best. If he goes to San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan will make this guy a Super Bowl winner and an MVP within two seasons. Guaranteed. So I'll say this. If Deshaun Watson did get traded to the 49ers, Immediately, I'm buying a Watson jersey. No questions about it, 100%. That's always been my guy. I loved watching him at Clemson, and he's super fun to watch, dude. He is just – there's not many players like him. Maybe Russell Wilson, him, Mahomes, Josh Allen, like that type of – and Aaron Rodgers, like those type of guys. There's just not many guys like him where it's just so fun to watch. And the best part about Deshaun Watson is he is a very, very smart person. And his football IQ is off the charts. That was the biggest thing. That's why I think it was so surprising that he was, what did he fall to? 12? I think think it was 12. Fell to 12 in the draft. Because like guys that are super smart like that, they usually don't. Like usually that's something that everyone goes, hey, this guy has an amazing feel for the game. Um, But we know he did. It was the arm strength, whatever. That didn't really matter. I, I mean, I think everyone would agree that who cares if he doesn't have a strong arm. He is a absolute phenomenal playmaker. But I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think it will happen. I really do not think it will happen. The Texans, for one, they – okay, I'll go through the dead cap real quick for the Texans here. If they trade him before June 1st, which you would have to guess that they would, it'd be a 20, in the 2021 dead cap, $21.6 million lost in, in your cap. So they don't save any money. They actually lose $5.6 million because of that. And they're moving on from Deshaun Watson. That is terrible. That, that is just something that you 
okay, they already sucked when they won four games, five games. They're horrible. They're an absolute shit show right now for a franchise. But you, I don't think you can do this move. I don't. I know that people are talking about, okay, they might want to blow it up or whatever. I don't know how you make this move. I don't know how you could even like do this because you have a top five quarterback. Probably, I think most people would agree is, I mean, yeah, he, he's a pretty consensus top five guy. And there's no other bright spots on your team. The defense is horrible. JJ Watts, he's going to be gone. Uh, but on offense, you got, I mean, you got a couple nice receivers. You got Brandon Cooks. You got Will Fuller, who's always suspended for steroids or injured, but definitely a talented player, I guess. And outside of that, it's like, okay, there's nothing else really that good. Uh, so you have a star quarterback. He's already carried them to the playoffs a couple times. I don't, I don't know. The only, the only way I think it happens is if he is like, I am not, I am not going to play. I will hold out. I will sit out the whole year. And the only way I think he gets traded to the Niners is if he says, I will only get traded to the Niners because he does have a no trade clause. So say Miami came after him, they could offer way more. There are teams like the Bears, Miami, and what was the other team that could offer him a quarterback too? It was a team with a younger guy. I forget who it was, but there were like a few teams I saw that like, okay, these would be the teams to do. Like the Dolphins could easily, easily have way more ammunition than the 49ers because if you are trading with the 49ers, you're going, okay, they will probably be in the NFC championship game every single year. That is a super late first rounder. And and that's a big issue. I think one of them also, he's making $15 million next year. That's stupid cheap. That is stupid cheap for a guy like Watson. Now, after that, he'll make 40 and then 42. But there's really no benefit for the Texans, in my mind, unless you are just trying to absolutely blow it up. And I still don't think you do it with Watson. I, I think that you have to go, well, this is going to be rough for a couple of years, but Deshaun, you're going to have to hang in there because you're a guy. You're 25 years old. Like, we're not trading you. Sorry. Or he's 24 right now. He's 25 next year. He he's not, hasn't even reached his prime yet. You know, like He's going to be there in a couple yeah. years, I think. Yeah, and, you know, you bring up some good points. I just look at a team like the Texans with a brand-new GM who is a smart guy, right? He's It's Nick Casario. He's coming over from New England. He's a very uh, well-run organization, obviously. I just don't see a way, though, for me personally, where Deshaun Watson starts the season as a Houston Texan. Um, and the reason why is because you really – you know, you, you have to repair that relationship somehow. And how are you going to do that with someone who uh, likely will not be Deshaun Watson's choice at head coach? Because I don't think the enemy ends up going to the Texans. He hasn't even interviewed yet, by the way, with the Texans. And he had zero say in the GM. So whether he likes the GM or not, he still had zero say after being promised in, in both the head coach and the GM. So you know, now at the bare minimum, Deshaun's relationship with the owner is fractured. So that's a problem. Also, new GM, we know how it is. We're, we're seeing it right now with Adam Peters. You know, these guys want roster control. You know, they want to have control of what happens on the field. And how do you get roster control with zero first-round picks this year? And a, like, it's, it's an obliterated roster. And it's crazy to think because you look back, they had Clowney, they had 
Hopkins, um, you know, I mean, they had so much talent and, you know, Laramie Tunsil is still there. Like they still have a ton of talent, but it's just not panning out. And I think with the new GM, he's going to look at this roster and say, man, you know, this didn't work under Bill O'Brien. It might be time to blow this up. Now, what that return is back for a guy like Watson, you know, you brought up teams like the Dolphins or whoever. Sure, they can outbid us, you know, really if they wanted to. But, um, you know, I I think your argument, though, about, oh, like the the Niners picks are going to be late is almost a little bit faulty because you look at a team like the Dolphins, right? Perfect example. You know, they trade Tunsil away, this franchise left tackle last year for two first rounders to the Texans. And albeit they were dysfunctional, they could have easily said, man, you know, these picks are going to be in the 20s the next two years. They got Watson, they got Hopkins, they got Watt. That's just not the way the NFL works, right? There's four new playoff teams every year since like 1991 or something crazy. So, you know, whether it be injuries, whether it be trading players away, whatever, teams you know, rise and fall up and down the ladder at a, you know, rapid pace. So I do think there would be motive to get a deal done with a team like the Niners, especially if, you know, with a no trade clause, Watson hands over a slip of paper to the GM and owner and says, hey, these are my only teams I want to get traded to. These are the only teams I had waived my no trade clause for, and the Niners are one of those teams. So. Jake, if you're the Niners, and I've already said I do not think this will, this will happen. Also, 2022, they have their picks. They have an additional fourth. They have an additional seventh, and they have all their regular picks. I think if you suck for your first year as a GM, I think that's all right. I just don't know how you could ever trade them. But if they were to trade Deshaun Watson, what would the price be in your mind? If the 49ers were going to trade for Deshaun Watson – I would envision the package looking something like this. Um, first off, you know, people are going to come out here and they're going to, you know, throw all kinds of players. Oh, give up Jimmy Ward and Eric Armstead and D Ford. Okay. First off, a lot of those guys don't have value in trades and traditionally speaking players don't get traded for players. Like unless it's, you know, the one part that pushes the trade through like the Jamal Adams trade, I believe they traded who was in McDougald over um back you know so when you know you have to sure but players usually aren't included in any kinds of trade packages going back to teams so just from a pick standpoint you're probably looking at two firsts and then two day two to three picks um you know that's just from a pick standpoint you know whether that's a second and a fourth um you know two seconds i don't know um, I don't think it would be two first, two seconds, but maybe it will. I don't know. Um, and then on top of that, you're probably looking at Jimmy Garoppolo and people will be like, okay, well, Jimmy has a no trade clause too. Yeah, he does. And he would be an absolute idiot to exercise a no trade clause because number one, he could finally lay to rest, you know, every year in San Francisco, it feels like, is this guy our starter? Is this guy our starter? He could lay those rumors to bed because if he goes to Houston, there is zero question who the starter is. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, and they don't have a choice. Their team sucks. So it's like, who cares, right? You know, and Jimmy's a serviceable option. Also, we talked about this before the show. 
if Jimmy Garoppolo turns down this trade, he's just going to get cut. You know, he, he's, he's either going to get cut or if he's the deciding factor in, you know, the return for Watson, then, uh, you know, obviously the Watson trade won't go through. And then Jimmy's going to lose money because he's going to be forced to take a pay cut because that's the only way uh, Garoppolo stays on this team this year. I truly believe he's going to have to take some form of a pay cut. So, you know, I, I just feel like Garoppolo, a couple picks, um, both day one and then day two, will have to go back for Watson. Um, again, we're talking in hypotheticals, but I do think for a guy like Watson, it's going to cost a hefty package. Yeah, and, and rightfully so. I will say this. if I think this is what Albert Breer said. It would cost two firsts, including this year's first. So 2021, 2022 first. Hey, then look, then the Texans got a good first this year. Look at that. <laughs> uh, and then a day two pick, probably a second rounder, and Jimmy. And he said if there wasn't Jimmy, then it'd be a, probably like, you know, two thirds. I think that's what the quote was from him. And he, I think he said that was the only way that the Niners would like improve their quarter, or well, improve their starter, you know? So that, I'm all for that. Either one of those. Because you could always like get rid of Jimmy, but if you give two first and two third or two first, a second and Jimmy or two first and two seconds, even, I mean, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. I, you don't get a guy like, or I mean, maybe you draft a guy trade up. I don't know, but like, it's not like a guarantee. It's hard to get a guarantee at quarterback. And the reason why I don't think this will happen is because you don't see superstar quarterbacks traded like this. When was like the last time you can really remember like this type type of move? The one I remember that was like the big move was Jay Cutler and Kyle Orton. And that's yeah. not even, that's not even close to Deshaun I Watson, mean, you know? I mean, man, yeah, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, obviously, I mean, quarterbacks get moved. Like we saw fulls, but like, that's not like a big deal. Um, I guess you could say Tannehill, right? Cause Tannehill's top, you know, 12 or so, but it's like, no one knew that before, you know, the last season or whatever. It's never like a, a proven, a guy that's like proving that he's a star currently. I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough to say. I, I don't remember ever a time where a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, like a true top 10 guy and his team didn't get a deal done like, you know, way before he needed to. Like that just seems to Dak, always I guess. be the case. Dak yeah, like- but even Dak, it's like, you know, Dak was – like, you know, you could teeter the line with Dak. Like, you know, the fact that he was still getting debated against with Wentz a lot of the times kind of, you know, told you a lot about, you know, who Dak was at the time. You know, there was still a lot of uncertainty there, like especially him asking for $40 million a year or whatever he was asking for. So, like, I don't really consider that. But, yeah, like I don't really remember a time where – there was a you know a quarterback so unhappy with his situation because it usually you know when you have a good quarterback your situation is pretty good you know what i mean like even if you had like aaron rodgers you know okay maybe he only has aaron jones and devonte adams and the rest is like whatever which by the way i disagree with that i think you know he has a pretty decent offensive line with Bakhtiari, who obviously is out for season now, but like, you know, good left tackle, 
um, some like decent guys now. You know, he's got a big Bob, Bob Tunyon. You know, now they had so. they had two All Pro uh, first team All Pros on the offensive line. Yeah, so like he has more now, but that's always been Rogers' argument. So it's like, you know, even if he had that, like usually the situation's pretty good. Like usually you're at least winning like seven or eight games. Well, they almost make the this... playoffs every year. Like the pack like, throughout Aaron Rodgers' career. Yeah. That, that's and, the thing. That, that's the thing that makes it, like, I guess makes it a little bit possible is, like, they were horrible last year. Uh, but I'm going to f- ask you one hypothetical, and then we'll wrap up this segment. So just to recap real quick, real quick, Deshaun Watson is probably going to cost two first and two day two picks. And maybe Jimmy's in there or whatever. I think it's incredibly unlikely that he will be traded. Jake thinks that he will be moved. I, I don't think he'll be moved at all, not even to the Niners. And I do think there's some other options that are better for the Texans. That's why I think the Niners is really unlikely. I think the only way he gets moved is if he says, I will not play for anyone. You can only trade me to San Francisco or, you know, another team, not the, not the Dolphins. So I think it's super unlikely. Jake does think that there is some truth in having – in the thought that the Texans might blow it up and that the relationship is completely impaired. So that's kind of where we stand on that. But to wrap it up, Jake, do you trade for Deshaun Watson if you give up two first and two day two picks, let's say a second and a third? Or if the other option was you could sign Dak in free agency, which one do you do? Um, I, I would, I'm all in on Watson just because okay. I, I don't know that you – I don't know you understand what you're getting in a guy like Dak Prescott, right? There, I just feel like, I mean, if the price is right, if you're getting him for maybe 10 or 15 million where it's a steal. I'm yeah, thinking like, sure, I'm thinking like 35, look 35 million. Exactly. And, and that's exactly why I'm kind of out on Dak because, you know, for one year at that price, it's just not worth it. You know, you can shed salary by taking on Watson this year, if you're the 49ers. And not only that, you just lock up your foreseeable future for, you know, a long, long time because the 49ers being the competent organization that they are, they're always going to surround them with talent and they'll never let a guy like that walk. You know, we saw it with Kittle. They will never let someone that means that much to their organization walk. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you get a top five guy for the foreseeable future. You can lock that up. I think you have to do it no matter the price, because I said this, I believe on the show, you know, two, three shows ago, um, you know, you don't remember the package the Chiefs gave up to get Mahomes. You don't remember the package the Texans gave up to get Watson. They gave up a lot, man. And the reason we don't remember it is because they're so damn good. We don't like even like think defensively. We don't even remember the package the bears gave up for Khalil Mack. You know what I mean? So you get a guy that good. I don't think the picks, any of that, I don't think that matters at all. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. As far as Dak or Watson goes, I would be a little bit torn between them, but I do like where you bring up like, Hey, Watson's legit giving all that stuff up is clearly worth it. But that's kind of the question. If that's worth it, then maybe the Texans go, you got to give us three first. Like, 
don't even cost unless it's three first. And, and that's where it kind of like where the Dak Watson conversation could go somewhere. Also, I think we both agree that more likely than not, <laughs> neither of those guys will be the 49ers quarterback next year. I mean, this is a, this is a fun topic that's just happening. And, you know, maybe if some steam, I, I think we'll learn a lot more about the Watson situation. NFL, it's not like the NBA, because if this happens in the NBA, that guy's gone. Like everyone knows that the, the Deshaun Watson caliber player is leaving. This is NFL. It's way different in my mind. Um, and I don't, I don't think Watson would sit for a year. And so that's why I don't think they're going to move him. But this is a fun, fun little topic here. When we hopefully get some more Deshaun Watson news, we'll, we'll be back and talk some more about that. But this episode was kind of to talk about the initial rumors of it all. And if there's any potential deals or, I mean, hopefully we'll get kind of a couple of those drawn up. We'll talk about those in future episodes as well. But thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back later this week.